Okay, we have the Chav Be'ez Amad Aleph, my friends. This is Mamash Ahar Daf. Not, not with the Svaras, Pashit keeping track of the Cheshbon is going to be, it's, it's, it's rigorous. It's, I'm warning you, it's Pashit rigorous. I want to start from the bottom of Daf Chav Aleph Amad Be'ez. From one, two, three, four, the bottom six lines, yeah? Yeah. From the bottom six lines, I'm going to start from Tanan. That's perfect. This is going to be one discussion. Listen, I can't guarantee we're going to finish Tavchav Bays today. We'll make the mission. But we're going to make it. I'm planning. I'm planning. Mishnah. We're getting there. Don't worry. Says the Holy Gemara. Yeah? Tanan, it was taught in the Mishnah. Let's not forget, we're in the middle of a discussion. Can we turn this off? Is that okay? Yes, yes. It's cold. I swear so now, we're, we're in the middle of a discussion of Tvilas Ezra, where the person has to go to the mikvah when they have a seminar mission, and the discussion here is going to be Bedas Rabbi Huda, right? We had a Mishnah, where's our Mishnah? A Mishnah, the Chafam brought down that a bar, by the right, that the Rabbanan, Baal Keri, is Marabalibe, and Rabbi Huda says, and it sounds like Rabbi Huda didn't hold to this concept of Tfilas Ezra, you're making, you're making brachas on Kriyashma, on, on food maybe, it's a discussion, right? But you're making brachas on Kriyashma for sure, before and afterwards. It sounds like Rabbi Huda doesn't hold to this concept of Tfilas Ezra. So this, we're bringing this Mishnah, which is actually a Mishnah later on in Dachav Baba Aleph, we're bringing this Mishnah as a means to understand what is the stance of Rabbi Huda regarding the din of Tfilas Ezra. So let's see. Tanana, it was taught in the Mishnah, Zav Shirah Keri. We have a Zav. Now, there's different statuses of Zav. Here, we're talking about a Zav, or when Chavav, Chav, is by the Tanan. A Zav is a person who had an emission that's, com- that's similar to a uh, seminal emission, but it's not. It's like a yellower, it comes out slower, it could come out even if your male organ is an erect. It's something called a Ziva. If it happens three times, he has to have Zayin Nekiyim, he has to be Tuvil in the Mikvah, he has to bring a Karbon, right? So with that, the Zav we're talking about. So a Zav who's already Tami, Shirol Keri, and now, in that state of impurity, he has a seminal emission. What? Shirol is right, it's called a Re'iyah. Yeah. Having a seminal emission is called a Re'iyah in the language of Chazal. Venida, or you have a lady that was already Tamei, she was Tamei because she was Nida, Shepalta Sheikh Vazera. And now, she had relations before she became a Nida, and now the semen that went into her uterus came out after she became a Nida. So now she became defiled from the semen that came out after she was already a Nida. The Mishameshes were a lady who has relations, and therefore made her Tamei, Ashedetumas Keri, Saddam. And afterwards, now she became Tamei Nida. Those are three different cases where a person can be exposed to Tumas Keri, to Tumas, to a Tumas Keri, and all of these cases, there's different either pre-existing or follow-up Tuma that happens afterwards. So there, the din of the Mishnah is Tzrichim Tefillah. According to the Chachamim, in all circumstances, they need Tefillah, because inasmuch as they had a Keri, they had a Tumas, a Tuma from, from the Zara of a man, that obligates them in Tefillah Ezra, they have to be Tevil. So, so, not ready for that yet. Let's get the facts. The Gemara is going to do an excellent job. We're going to get all the Habaminas. We're going to get there. So, the clarifications. Yeah. 
So if they hadn't had the second tummy thing happen to them, they wouldn't have needed to be tovah? So right now we're saying that even though they're tummy, nonetheless they still have to be tovah. That's very interesting, right? The Zav is now going to be Tovah. Oh, okay. So they're all already Tovah. The he's, he's a Zav. Okay. He's a Zav. He's Tomei. Now he has a Keri. Now, even if he's Tovah for the Keri, he's still going to be Tomei. He's still going to be a Zav. It's not okay. going to take him out from the standards of being okay. a Zav. And nonetheless, according to the Chachamim, it's Zvich and Tvila. They have to be Tovah. So even though he's going to retain his status of Tumah, Kwa, the Ziva, he's going to, he's going to mitigate the status of Tumah, Kwa, the Ri'as Keri. Yeah? Yeah. But if, yeah. If he was our, but being told of wouldn't it wouldn't remove the zav. Correct, and that's a chiddush. Okay. That's a massive chiddush. And nonetheless, he says to be toivel. Now that's the stance of the chachamim. But Rabbi Yehuda pater, but Rabbi Yehuda exempts you from tefilas carry. right? Now the Gemara wants to make an inference from this din of the Mishnah. Ad kan pater Rabbi the only reason that Rabbi Yehuda exempts you from going to the mikvah for having a re'iyah is because he was already impure. Because from the onset, going to the mikvah doesn't help this guy achieve a status of purity inasmuch as he's already a zav. But if he was only a balkeri, the implication then is yeah. that he would be obligated. Because the whole exemption of Rabbi Yehuda is only because of the ziva. Because yeah. if you go to the mikveh, anyways, you're going to be tummy, so don't go. I what's with Torah? We weren't obligating you there, so there. Fine. But now we have an issue. Because it seems like what? It seems like according to Rabbi Yehuda, you have an obligation to be tevil because of... Because of right? Because you're a Balkari. I what about our Mishnah? The Mishnah of Chafa says, Yemevarich lifneim la'achareihem. And according to our Mishnah, if you're not like the Chachamim, the implication is because you, you don't hold a Tfilas Ezra. If you held a Tfilas Ezra, guys, 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 you have to, you can't jump in. You have to, if it's a clarification, that's fine, but I don't want to lose people, and I can see I'm losing people already, just with the first statement of the Gemara. So I don't, so, so bear with me, I have to be sensitive to other people today. Only clarifications. So I'm not ready for him yet, even. Yeah? So our, our Mishnah and Davchafa Medbeiz implies that Yehuda doesn't hold the Tfilas Ezra. Right? Let's not forget, Tfilas Ezra is the Takana, it's the institution that a person who has a seminary mission has to go to the Mikvah to learn Torah, to Daven, etc. Right? That's Tfilas Ezra. The Mishnah and Davchafa Medbeiz implies that Yehuda, even if you had a seminary mission, nonetheless you could say Brachos before and after Kriyashma. The implication is no Tfilas Ezra. Our Gemara is making an inference now from the Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda only exempts you from Tvilas Ezra if you're going to be Tami anyway. But if you're not going to be Tami anyway, so then you are obligated in Tvilas Ezra. So now the Gemara is proposing a contradiction in the stance in the Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. He holds that the Mishnah implies there is no Tvilas Ezra. The Mishnah implies there is Tvilas Ezra. That's what we're holding right now. Clarification? Yeah. Mishnah yeah. Who says what? Acham say you only make a brachas on the raisas and for Kriyashma you're Mahara Balibal. But and that would work with But Rabbi Yehuda says Rabbi Yehuda there says that you make a bracha before and after Kriyashma. Meaning no Meaning meaning no Twila says so. Yeah. One second, yeah.
We're assuming that this that this mission is talking about learning Torah also. Correct. 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 If you can, if you can make Birchas Kriyashma, so then the assumption is that Tefillah Ezra doesn't uh, write the Chachamim and say you can't. Why do we think that that this Mishnah is talking about Torah? Because yeah. why can't you say Kriyashma? No. What? Again, the Mishnah. Sorry, the Mishnah we just did. Chav. 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 That's the Mishnah Chav. Okay, so the Mishnah Chav. Right. Is that in the context of learning Torah, or it's just why do we? Maybe right, this is talking about Tefillah Ezra. Are you obligated to Tefillah Ezra or not? That is the that's the that's the context of the Mishnah. Okay, fine. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm confused how the implication is drawn. In which case? In between Tefillah Ezra and Rabbi Huda right now. How how are they? Because the whole reason Rabbi Huda patterns you. Why did the Mishnah establish it as a Zilb Shiral Keri? The Gemara could just establish it as Ish Shiral Keri. Rabbi Huda patterns him from Tefillah. Okay. So why did the Mishnah establish it as a Zilb? So the Gemara assumes and infers. That the reason why he establishes a zav because the reason why he's exempt is because he's a zav, but if he wasn't a zav, he would be obligated to, to go to the mikvah. Okay. So that's the Gemara is inferring then that I, if he wasn't a zav, he has to go to the mikvah. Why is he going to the mikvah? It must be because of Tefilas Ezra. Okay. So the Gemara is drawing the conclusion from the fact that the mission establishes Rabbi Yehuda's exemption to be specifically for a case of a zav, that if you weren't a zav, you wouldn't be granted that exemption. Are you liable to go to the mikvah? The Bihuda holds it. Tefillah Ezra. Is that why they don't include the the cases with the women, because the women are obligated in Torah? No, Tefillah Ezra applies to other yeah. things also. Even Kriya Shema applies to Tefillah. Women are obligated so, in prayer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in the sugya. Well, no, 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 clarifications. It is. In what way was related Mishnah Torah where they were not with Hashem? Not now. That's not Shita Bihuda. It's not a clarification. We can talk about it afterwards. I need. I, I don't want to lose track of focus here because I, I know for myself this is difficult. Yeah. Why does the Gemara assume because Rabbi Huda holds in this Mishnah here that someone is is high to go to make but they're Valkyrie. In the case of the previous Mishnah, just because you're Valkyrie, he still wants to go to make but if you're Valkyrie in the moment, you should make the brachos. Like, but you you can't. If you're chayim to the says you can't make brachos. It's not about being high to take a kula on the takana. You, you, you leave the takana, but, but give a kula. That is the takana, though. The takana is you can't do anything until you go to the mikvah. The takana is you cannot go to, we're going to see, you can't go to mikvah, you can't learn, you can't daven unless you go to the mikvah. That is the takana. So you can't be a kula, that's the, that, that is the takana. So let's see. Excellent. We're getting some, we're getting some. It's hard. I'm telling you guys, it's hard. So now the Gemara is going to challenge that. Vichitema, what are you going to say? Huhadin, that Rabbi Yehuda is going to tell you that you have an exemption from Tvila, that even if he just has the tumult from being a Balkari, even if he wasn't a Zav, right? Even though the Mishnah and Chavav said a Zav Shara Kari, let's say Rabbi Yehuda would tell you that's the true, even if he wasn't a Balkari, right? Pater Rabbi Yehuda. I so why did the mission establish it talking about Azov then if Rabbi Yehuda ex- exempts you even if he wasn't Azov? That was just the idea Maybe we could claim that was only to teach you the, the, the emphasis of the Rabbanan that what? The Rabbanan are going to tell you you know what? Even Azov Shara'a Keri and the Zav if he goes to the Mikvah is still going to be Tameh afterwards. Nonetheless the Rabbanan still obligate you to go to the Mikvah due to the Keri. Yeah. But for 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 the Yehuda, then 
even if he weren't a Zav, he would also say a Pater. Maybe that's how you could establish the din of the Mishnah. Now, if that's true, the Gemara is in the middle of the statement, if that's true, Ema Seifa. Then, if that's true, that the whole point is to say a Chiddush in the Rabbanan, so let's look at the end of the Mishnah. Hamishameshis, what's the end of the Mishnah? The last case. Hamishameshis Verola A lady who was pure, then she had relations, and only afterwards she became a Nida. There the din is Tzricha Tvila. She has to be Tzricha She has to go to the Mikvah. Yes, the Gemara Leman Ketanila. Who was that din taught according to? The Rabbanan or Rav Yechanan? So, if you're going to say the Rabbanan, that din was taught for the stance of the Rabbanan, Pshita, that's obvious that she has to go to the Mikvah. Why? Hashta Umazav Shiro'akeri well, I look at the Seifa. The Seifa is talking about a Zav. A Zav is someone who is already impure. And now he has a new impurity that he had a, a, a seminal emission. Because from the onset, going to the Mikvah is not going to help him whatsoever. Nonetheless, the Rabbanan say he has to go to the Mikvah. So Hamishamesha, so a lady who had relations, and only afterwards she became a Nida. There, the Mikorabas Tfilahi. From the onset, going to the mikvah would help. Because the only reason that she was tmeya from the onset is due to the seminal emission. Therefore, the mikvah would take care of it. There, the mikarabas tvilahi, so then lo koshikain, all the more so that she's going to have to go to the mikvah even if she's a nida now. So the fact that we bring the case of mishameshes, viral sadam, can't be for the rabbanan. That's obvious. Rather, it must be that the whole reason we brought the case of Mishameshis is to teach us the din of Rabbi Yehuda. Vedafka Katanila. And here we're being specific. Mishameshis Virasa Nida It's telling me that what? That specifically a lady who had relations and became Tmeya with a Tumas Keri and only afterwards she became a Nida. She doesn't need Tvila according to Rabbi Yehuda. But she didn't get since she became a nida, she doesn't need tefillah, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Because since the tefillah is not going to purify her, because she's a nida right now, that's why Rabbi Yehuda exempted her. Aval bal keri greida. But if the person only had a tumas keri, she never became a nida afterwards, mechayev. Then Rabbi Yehuda was going to be mechayev. So even if I can't prove to you from the reisha, because maybe you'll say the case of Zav was only established to teach me a Chiddush in the Rabbanon. That even though the Tvila doesn't help, nonetheless you're obligated. Yeah. So I, that can't be true. Because I can prove to you from the Seifa that the Seifa has to be going according to Rabbi Huda, Because according to the Rabbanon, there's no need to teach it. Yeah. From the, the Seifa, from the Reisha by itself, I would have known the Din of Mishameshes Vira'anidah. Therefore, the fact that the Mishnah told me a din of Mishameshes Kalanidah has to be teaching a din according to Rabbi Yehuda. Yeah, that's the cheshben of the Gemara. I'm telling you guys, it's, good. it's a hard cheshben today. Yeah, clarification? Yeah, yeah. I, just what was the Vachitema again? And if you're going to tell me that really, that Rabbi Yehuda is always going to tell you that you never have to go to the mikvah. So why did the Mishnah establish, the, the Mishnah and Chavav establish the case to be talking about a Zav, that was to teach me a Chiddush in the Rabbanon. So if that's true, that you, and therefore maybe Rabbi Yehuda always says you're exempt from that 
even when you are already Tameh, and the mikvah is not going to bring you into a state of purity, nonetheless, you have to go to the mikvah for your carry. So we brought that case for the Rabbanon, would be better explained. But to, to tell you a stringency of the Rabbanon. We brought that case to establish a stringency in the Rabbanon. We didn't bring that case to tell you a stringency of Rabbi Huda. Right? If, you're, if we brought it, establish it specifically on Zav for Rabbi Huda, that's teaching you a stringency in Rabbi Huda that we're not doing. So it's not, it's not superfluous because it has a chesh on the Rabbah. Correct. And then, no. But if that was true, it can't be. Because Mishameshes doesn't work out yeah. according to the Rabbanon. According to the Rabbanon, Mishameshes is superfluous. And so therefore, we revert back to our issue. Our issue is that it seems like the mission on Chavav is necessary for Rabbi Yehuda. And from there, we can infer that according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's a concept of Tfilas Ezra. And the mission on Davchav implies that there is no... There is no necessity for Tfilas Ezra. Yabuch. Sorry, can you just explain one more time why Mishamesh says Dom proves that it's for Rabbi Yeah, for sure. Because if it was according to the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan told me, my Zav Sharal Keri, that a person who's Tameh, and if he goes to the Mikveh, he'll still be Tameh, nonetheless has to go to the Mikveh for Tfilas Ezra. So let's contrast that to a different case. There's a lady who's pure. Now she has intimate relations, and she became Tmeya because of the man's semen. She has to go to the mikvah. Now she becomes a nida. So the fact that we obligate her to go to the mikvah due to the tumaskeri is self-understood. Why? Because if you told me that a person was a zav and the tummy from the onset, and then they had a seminal emission, they had to be terrible for the keri. That means that they have to be tovah for a keri even when the tvila itself would never create a status of taira. It would never purify them, ever. And nonetheless, they have to go to the mikvah. So a lady who is pure, and now the mikvah could purify her, and only afterwards she became a nida, so then obviously she has to go to the mikvah. We don't need a mishnah to teach me that. That's, only, that's a logical derivation that we could assume based off the case of Zav. So the fact that the Mishnah had to write the case of Nida is indicative that it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda. And now we have a contradiction. So is the difference that, the difference is that in the Zav's first, the Zav's first step, he does not need to go to do Tefillah, but in the He has to go to, he, according to the Rabbanan, he has to do Tefillah, right. even though the Tefillah won't purify him. Yeah, so according to Rabbi Yehuda, with the Zav case, the first step, like if it was just the first tumah, he wouldn't need to do tefillah. But with the Nita case, she would need to do tefillah the first time. No, you might think she has to. Therefore, the Mishnah teaches me she doesn't have to. It's a, it's a, it's a, right. Let's not forget the Mishnah. The Mishnah says all three of those cases, you don't do Yehuda Paters. Now, what's the, the Chiddush? The Chiddush is that Rabbi Yehuda Paters, even though, even though the obligation to go to the mikvah would have been relevant from the onset. But once she became a nida and the tvila doesn't purify her from the nida, then you don't have to go to the mikveh even for the keri. That's Rabbi Yehuda's stance. And that's the Kiddush of the Mishnah. But then we're stuck because that means that if you're not Tameh with something else, Rabbi Yehuda necessitates mikveh. That's what's coming out from the Mishnah Chavav. And that's against the Mishnah Davchav, which says you can mevarech if name acherehem. What's like the difference, like the, the diuk of the, of the Mishnah, right? Is Mishnah Meshit? Brought to Adam, so he came to Tavila, and and second, and then in Kuf 
confess, what's the difference here? It says in the mission, right, that if, if the woman who had a relationship sees a Yehuda. Yehuda says she has a Yehuda says she has a Yehuda. But are we just clear right now that this Mishnah, the Baba of of Chafal, is is a corner of Yehuda? He says Ain. Oh, it's Ain. Yeah, but he says, oh, it's a Yehuda. It says, It says, Oh, Rehuda Pater. Rehuda Pater. Right. Yeah. Wait, so Zav that the Rah carry needs to go to the Mikvah according to Rabbi Yehuda so that they can learn Torah? No, according to Rabbi Yehuda he doesn't have to. According to the Chachamim he has to. According to Yehuda he is Pater. And so why is that such a, such a problem? Cause so the question is, is that because he's a Zav or is that because Rabbi Yehuda always Paters? That's our discussion. Okay. Why is Rabbi Yehuda Pater? So we would want, based off the Mishnah Daf Chaf, that the reason he Patered is because he always Paters. Because the Mishnah Davchav says he can make brachas before and after Kriya Shema. Okay. If he's a Balkari, how can he make brachas before and after Kriya Shema? So it must be he doesn't hold it to Tfilas Ezra. He doesn't hold that you have to go. Wait, why, why is it, he must not hold that? Because how can you make brachas before and after Kriya Shema? Where does it say that he can? The Mishnah Davchav on the base. No, but how is that implying that? So the Mish, if, the Mish, if the Mishnah holds, according to Behuda, that you can make brachas before and after Kriya Shema, Without going to the mikvah, it must be that you don't hold the tefillas Ezra. Because if you held the tefillas Ezra, in order to say those brachas, you would have to go to the mikvah first. So how is this gemara showing that? So this gemara is against that because this gemara is showing me that according at, at this stage is saying that the whole chiddush of mishameshes v'ra'as adam that a lady who had relations and became tmeya, and then she saw dam there. That's a chiddush according to the bihuda. According to the Chachamim, that's superfluous. So we knew that from Zalb already. So that Chiddush is going according to Rabbi Huda. That Chiddush is going according to Rabbi Huda. That means that the Mishnah is telling me there's only specific times that Rabbi Huda exempts you from going to the mikvah. Or there's only specific times that Rabbi Huda exempts you going from the mish- going to the mikvah. That means there are times he obligates you. So that means that Rabbi Huda, under certain circumstances, yes, holds it for Ezra. So the Mishnah on Chavav implies that Rabbi Huda holds it for Ezra. Whereas the Mishnah Dabchaf implies that he doesn't hold the Tvilas Ezra. And that's our contradiction. And so now the Gemara is trying to figure out which, which times Rabbi Huda holds like Tvilas Ezra. Or, or, or is there another way to interpret one of the Mishnayas in order to make it so it's not a contradiction? Right. Okay. Exactly. Clear? Mm-hmm. Is a quick it? explanation of the question. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> if, if you have to go to the mikvah for Keri, when your entire stage of Tuma Vetaira would have still been Tmeya, nonetheless you have to go to the mikvah. So all the more so you're going to have to go to the mikvah when there was a stage that going to the mikvah would have made you pure. But it's, that's not the stage that they're in. That's just the mikvah. Right, but, but the... Yeah, yeah, correct. So, says the Gemara's palace. Right, we're stuck with the contradiction. So now the Gemara says as follows. Lo tema mevarich. So now, you're right, it's a good question. So that Mishnah on Daf Chav that says that you mevarich lefneim evlachareihim, lo tema mevarich. Don't think that he actually can make a bracha. You can't make a bracha. He's a balkari. El maharher. Rather, when it says mevarich, it means you're maharher the brachos. 
Rereading the Mishnah. We're not even rereading it, we're rewriting it. Mevarich doesn't mean Mevarich. Mevarich really should be taking out the whiteout pen, and it means Meharher. Why? Because the Mishnah on Davchavav, it's so serious we're taking this, that the Mishnah on Davchavav has to be that we're discussing what? We're discussing the Chiddush and Rabbi Huda. And Rabbi Huda must then hold of Tvilas Ezra. So it has to be Meharher on the Mishnah on Davchav. Which one are we changing? Davchav? Yeah, it says mevarech. It doesn't mean mevarech. It means meharher. Yeah. Now, ask the Gemara, "Mi eislei the Rabbi Yehuda hear her?" You want to establish the Mishnah Davchaf that Rabbi Yehuda is saying not mevarech but meharher. That means that Rabbi Yehuda has to hold of the concept of hear her kedibur. And who said that Rabbi Yehuda holds of the concept of hear her kedibur? Vatania was taught in a brisa. Balkeri she'ein lo ma'im litvo, a person who's a balkeri that has no water to table in, kurek kriyshma, he reads kriyshma, ve'ina mavarich le'lefanev le'lacharel, he doesn't make brachas before or after kriyshma, ve'uchel pitei and he eats bread, u'mavarich le'lacharel, he makes a bracha acharei, he says birkas amazon, ve'ina mavarich le'lefanev, but he doesn't make hametzi, aval mahar belibei. But he can think them in his heart, but he can't express it with his mouth, All of this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, but Rabbi Yehuda himself says, Irrelevant of whether he has water or not to be toivelin. Nonetheless, he can make a bracha. So how can you establish the Mishnah on Daf Chafamid Beis that Mevarich Lefanel Lacharehel means to be Meharher? When I have an explicit brisa that tells me that Rabbi Yehuda will tell a Balkari whether or not he went to Mikvah, it's explicit that he can say the Brachos Lifneim and Lacharehem Bepeh. He can be Moitzi Besvasav. It's Mamish explicit. So therefore, if that's true. We have now to go back to the drawing board. The Mishnah on Daf Chaf implies that Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold the Tefillah as Ezra. And the Mishnah on Daf Chaf of Ahmed Aleph implies that Rabbi Yehuda does hold the Tefillah as Ezra. Contradiction. So, yeah? Clear? Yeah. I'm telling you guys, this, this, is, this Cheshbon is hard. It's does it, hard. Does it go all the way? It goes all the way to Ahmed Bey's towards the bottom, there's a Mishnah. And then you can take a, a depth, uh, your first deep breath. I'm telling you, it's going to take us. We're not going to finish this stuff today. It's clear. It's fine. We're not going to finish the Alma today. No. It's fine. It's not a problem. I'd rather. Let's get it clear. It's Daf Yoimi minus Daf Chavbeis. Daf Chavbeis will take uh, however long it takes. It's the hardest one. So far that we've seen, for sure. Yeah. I know it's not being my question, but why is the Gemara. I'm sure at some point the Gemara is going to find a, a synthesis, a way to synthesize the, the two Mishnayim. Why is it. Why do they take so long to do it? Why do they throw all these It's like a meta question. It's a meta question. I don't answer this question, I know. I don't want to lose Cheshbin. It's a meta question. It's a good question. I'm happy to talk about it. This is what the Gemara is doing in general. Correct. Yeah. Mark's question, you said there's no such thing on a Kula because Ezra. Like, he can't say the Kfula Tfilas Ezra is that you can learn a Yikadavid because the, the Gzira itself yeah, was not to learn a Yikadavid. Isn't that Rabbi Ezra? doesn't hold a Tfilas Ezra at all. Who's Rabbi Ezra? Sorry, Rabbi. 
the mayor for sure holds it in. No, he doesn't. Oh, Rabbi Yehuda. That's our discussion. It's, it yeah, seems like a steer in Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda on Davchaf and Rabbi Yehuda on Davchaf Vav. And now the Brisa, right? So now, Amir of Nachman Bar Yitzchok. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchok says as follows. Asan Rabbi Yehuda kehilchus derech eretz. So Rabbi Yehuda says he made brachos like the halachos of derech eretz. Meaning to say, we'll see, we'll see in the Brisa, but let's speak it outside first. There's a concept as follows. But maybe there's parts of Torah which are permissible to learn. Even those people who are stringent for Tvilas Ezra, maybe the institution of Tvilas Ezra wasn't said by certain aspects of Torah. Now, what aspects of Torah would that be? Something called Derech Eretz. So now, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, what that is, how we got there, we're going to see momentarily. But maybe we can say there's certain aspects that we have to be stringent about and certain aspects we don't have to be stringent about. And maybe the Birchus Kriyashma that we say before and after Kriyashma and Davchaf are comparable to an aspect of Talmud Torah called Derech Eretz that Derech Eretz, maybe the concept of Tfilas Ezra doesn't apply. So he's posing that Rabbi Yehuda holds of, of, holds of Tfilas Ezra but a limited Tvilas Ezra. A Tvilas Ezra that Derech Eretz you're still allowed to learn, and Birchas Kriyashma would be comparable to Derech Eretz, and therefore you're allowed to say them. What would, how do we, why would we get there? The Tanya was taught in Abraisa, Vedatatam Levanecha Uvlevanecha. Right? This is Maimed Har Sinai, and you taught your children and your grandchildren. Uksiv Basrein, it's written afterwards, Yema Shemad Talifnea Shemalekecha Bechoriv. The day that you stood before Hashem on Har Sinai. So, now what's that mean? The, the din of Talmud Torah is going to be comparable to the din of Maimed Har Sinai. And there we know there's a din of separating from your wife, right? There was the Shlishes Himehagbala, three days of separation. So they wouldn't be Tamei Kari. So, Malaholon. So, what do we derive from there, though? Not that you can't have a Kari, but Malaholon Be'ima. The same way that they accepted the Torah with fear and trepidation and trembling and sweating. Afkan, so too when it comes to regular Talmud Torah, not the Kabbalah Torah of Maimed Sinai, but when you're sitting and learning, that has to be it also has to be with fear and trepidation and trembling and sweating. Right? A certain mindset. And therefore, Mikan Omru, from this from this drasha, we expounded hazavim u'mitzoroyim, a person who has a, a tumazav, a tumas tsaras, u'baylan on nidas, where they had relations with a nida. All of those people, even though they're tamei, mutarim likros patoru u'mnevim aksuvim, they're allowed to learn Torah nevim aksuvim. Lishanus be mishnah, and they can learn mishnayis u'begamora. They can learn Talmud u'bahalachas u'begadis. The Midrashi Alochas, the Midrashi Agodas, of a Balekarian, but a Balkari, even though it could be a lighter Tuma, nonetheless Asurim, they're forbidden. Why? Because for a person to become a Balkari, he's lacking that mindset definitionally of Ema Yira Reses Vizeya. And therefore, it's a unique. Why? Because it's not dependent, it's not dependent on your mindset. So what's. 
One second, so we're going to see, but there's something cool. Yeah, let's see, let's see. One second, one second, one second, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So we're, first of all, we're qualifying that this is a unique din, not regarding Tuma. There's no problem of being Tomei to learn. There's a problem of being in a certain mindset, a certain Kalas Rish. A certain Kalas Rish that comes together with, with Tuma's carry, that's the issue. Now, Rabbi Yossi, yeah? No, sorry. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Shonahu Beragilos. Rabbi Yossi says he can only learn the Mishnayis that he's familiar with. But he can't extrapolate in the lumdus of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yonason ben Yosef, Rabbi, Rabbi Yonason ben Yosef, he says, Matziahu esa Mishnah, veino Matziah So he says no. You're allowed to even extrapolate on the lumdus of the Mishnah, but you can't just, you can't extrapolate on the lumdus of the Gemara. Rabbi Nason ben Avishalom, so Rabbi Nelson ben Avishalom said, Eimer, af Matziah Gemara, you can extrapolate on the lumdus of the Gemara, but you can't say the Shem Hashem with your mouth. That's too much already. Rabbi Yechonon Asamdalar, Rabbi Yechonon Asamdalar, Talmidei Shorabi Akiva, the student of Rabbi Akiva, Mishum Rabbi Akiva Eimer, in the name of Rabbi Akiva said, La Yikonis the Midrash Kul Iker. Now you shouldn't learn whatsoever. You shouldn't learn them whatsoever. But this is all not within Balkari. This is within other types of tumor. No, this is all talking about Balkari. This is all talking about the, the different ways to relate to a din of Balkari. Yeah, that which we said, it has to be Be'im of Res regarding what type of learning. Now we have different opinions in the Tanayim. The Amri law, and some say, Lo Yikonis the base Midrash Kol Iker. You shouldn't enter even the base Midrash at all. So according to the first opinion, you're allowed to go to the base Midrash. You just have to be quiet and listen. According to the second opinion, you can't even go to the base Midrash. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, oh, this is where we're getting to. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, how does he understand this drasha? Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Shonehu B'dilchus Erech Eretz. He can teach Derech Eretz. Now, what a Hilchus Derech Eretz? So, the Rashi brings here an example. is How much do you pay a Tamil Chachem so he can support himself and learn? Right? Hilchus Derech Eretz, what's proper, what's a proper way to interact with other human beings? But to start learning right? that you can't do. That's too much already. Now, comes along the Gemara. Oh, so now if that's true, that means that Rabbi Yehuda Ben learns there's something called Tvilas Ezra. You're also to learn. Just as an exception that when you have to have this mindset of Ima, right? Yira, Reses Vezeya, that's by all Tomatura except for Derech Eretz. And there... What Rav Nachman by Yitzchak was proposing is that the brachos of Krishna are tantamount, comparable to Hilchas Derech Eretz, and therefore they're an exception. So Avada, maybe, right, you couldn't say other brachos, and Avada, maybe there's certain tefillahs you couldn't say, whatever it is. But Birchas Krishna, at least we know you could. Yeah. Just to clarify, on yeah. Dav it says when it says that he can't, that he, on says he does. He says, he says brachos before and afterwards. Ah, so that's the exception, and then. Correct. And those are, whatever the before and afterwards are, exactly. Whatever the brachos are, those, whatever brachos before and afterwards are comparable to Derech Eretz. That's the exception. And that's the exception. And the Mishnah Dachavav is telling me that there, he does hold of the concept of Tvilas Ezra. Right now we've Generally. And at this point, this is going to be our. 
Reconciliation. As of now. Yeah. So you can read Shema. <coughs> so Rabbi Hudos, you can read Shema, but he's, he's still in line with Ezra's... Correct. That's what it seems like. Now, where is that going to be manifest? Maybe it's going to be limited to Shema Esrei, right? Shema, I would assume you could say, right? We had this price right now, right? Even even it sounds like you can make Hamritzi, it sounds like, right? Based off this price. So, so, yeah. Is Derech Eretz not a type of Limud where you have the Tremlin, or it is just an exception to the... It's a type of Limud that you don't need it. You don't need it, fine. No, you don't it's need it, time. correct. Okay. That's what I assume. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Hey. So where is it, so where is it for Rishon that kind of says you said maybe in Tefillah as in Shmoneh Esrei? Could it also be they mentioned like uh, Sod and then to that Sod? Yeah, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. Yeah. And according to the Yehuda, everything, all Talmud Torah except their Heretz, mm-hmm. even Shoshan Gasaparo, forget Sod. To learn, to learn, to learn. Lech lechol me'artzich me'lodach lebisavich is also going to be a problem. That's only by Rabbi Yehuda. Again, Rabbi, I mean, we're in the world of Yehuda, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. We're, but wait, that counts as Torah, no? He said that Torah was. Torah is Asr. Only thing is, what is Derech Eretz? Yeah, but within Derech Eretz, we're talking about. Derech Eretz is talking about the Schar. Rashi said the Schar, how much you pay for a Tamil Chacham? Okay, fine. How did you, how did all these Rebbeim come up with like these like these like exceptions to Tachanas Ezra? If you said if Tachanas Ezra is Asr and Torah, how many rabbis just? It's not similar to Torah. It's a Tachanas. It's a Tachanas Ezra. The question is, can I ask? Have these exceptions to that Ezra? The question is, how do you understand the drasha? When we need to have this state of 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 aim of a year regarding what aspect of Talmud Torah do you need that? Okay. And that's the discussion here, and that's a dispute. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Okay. Yehuda. There was an incident with Rabbi Yehuda himself. Shirol Keri, that he had an emission. and he was walking by the riverbanks. And Amru Loi Talmidav, and a student said to him, Rabbeinu, a teacher, Rabbi Yehuda, Shanu lana perak echod, b'hilchas derech eretz. So come teach us something in derech eretz. Somehow they knew he was a, a Tamei, they knew he had a Tumas Keri, and whatever it was, they were makbar on Tumas Vatayra back then, whatever it was, but they knew he had a Tumas Keri. They said, teach us something in derech eretz, Tafka, because Rabbi Yehuda allows you, even if you're a Bal Keri, to teach derech eretz. So says the Gemara, Yorod v'tavul v'shana lehev. He went oh. down to the mikvah, he went down the right. riverbank, he was toivul, oh. and then he taught them. So the implication is yeah. that according to Rabbi Yehuda, you have to toivul in order to teach Derech Eretz. And if you have to toivul to teach Derech Eretz, then you can't say the exception on Dav Chaf is that we made those brachas tantamount to Derech Eretz, because Derech Eretz you have to toivul. And now we're stuck back with a contradiction between the Mishnayas and Dav Chaf and Dav Chaf Vav. Right, this cheshbon is wild. Yeah. So now we've now we've eliminated the derech. That's the question. That's the question. Maybe we knock this is knock out the concept of derech. Maybe, he's Maybe it does. So slow. Let's see. Okay. Everyone's going to propose that. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. So Amrulo. So the student said to him, "Look, didn't you teach us, Rebbe Yehuda, our Rebbe, Shoinahu behilchas derech That even a Balkari is able to be to to learn derech So why'd you go to the mikvah? So Amr Lehem, he said to them as follows, Even though I'm lenient for others to teach, to learn Derech Eretz, I have my own personal Chumrah. And therefore I, Rabbi Yehuda, 
I'm gonna I'm stringent for myself, but for others I'm lenient. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is resolved. The Mishnah of Chavvah is Taka going like Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that there is a concept of Tfilas Ezra, but. The Mishnah Davchaf is telling you that there's a limited, it's a quasi Tfilis Ezra. Tfilis Ezra doesn't apply to all brachas and all Tfilis and all Torah. It only applies to those things which are not Derech Eretz. But anything which we can, would constitute, Rabbi Yehuda would consider Derech Eretz, i.e., according to the Mishnah Davchaf, Birchas Kriyashma, before and afterwards, or according to the Braisa, the bracha on bread, and all these different things. I might see. These are all considered Derech Eretz regarding the brachas, and therefore you're able to say them. It's a big assumption yeah. that, that Kriyashma is Derech Eretz. Yeah. Is, that, is it the Kriyashma or the brachot? The Braith says Kriyashma also. So that's a big assumption that's the, the Braith says Kriyashma also. The Kriyashma is not a bracha, no? Kriyashma is not a bracha, so it's a recitation. No, it's a Kriya. It's a Kriya. It's a Kriya. Like, on, on Shema, the, the original Mishnah of the Mishnah on Chach saying says that the Mahar or yeah. on Shema and then and then Rehul only disagrees. He says he, he, he's not holding on on Mahar or Shema. I'm just saying that the Brichas. So the bright is it's not clear. But if once you're able to make a bracha before and afterwards, so that they assume that for sure that Kriyashma is not worse. Yeah. And that's explicit in the Brahim said that you could say Kriyashma. The fact that Birkas Kriyashma is considered as being uh, the Eucharist is like an assumption. Yeah, it's huge. If Nachman Yitzchak didn't say it, I couldn't have said it. The fact that the Joshua is talking about something that is in Kriyashma, like teaching your kids. And that's Dafka what they said. No, that's in the Venechle Venechle is not a Pasuk in Kriyashma. No, it's not a Pasuk in Talking about something increased. We're talking about something which is teaching children. Seems. Mechudash, Eh? Learning same as teaching, you would also be. I would be asked to teach, but. That distinction we haven't seen yet. The Gemara may talk about it later on, but as of yet, we haven't seen that distinction. That would have been another way to answer for Rabbi Yehuda. Correct. Yeah. Just to clarify, where does Ramnachman say that? Where do we get that the Derech Eretz could be the Brachot before and after? Rav Nachman says, where is that? Or how do you know that? On the daf, yeah. Nachman, the word Nachman is about seven, eight lines down from the last, on the line. That's word on the line, seven, eight lines down. I'm Rav Nachman Yitzchok. So now, what are the two dots? Right? Wide lines, Chavbez, Amad Aleph, Baruch Hashem, we're getting clear, mamish clear, crystal clear, Vesiyata Deshmaya. That's good for me also, I'm telling you. Tani Rabbi Yehuda ben Besira. Rabbi Yehuda ben Besira taught in a brisa. Yeah? He used to say, In Divrei Torah mekablen Tuma. Divrei Torah don't get Tuma. There's not just a thing as Tuma by Divrei Torah. It sounds like you can always learn Torah. Whatever you want. There was an incident with a Talmud, Shahaya Megamgim Lemala Mirabi Huda bin Basira. He was Megamgim. Megamgim Rashi says he was reading very quickly. He wasn't being Matsya the Mishnayas, right? He was learning reading very quickly because he was a Balkari. And, ta- and he was doing that above Rabbi Huda bin Basira. Amr lay, so Rabbi Huda bin Basira said to him, Bini, my son, Psach Picha open your mouth and let your word shine. Right? Speak normally, read normally, read like a mensch. Why? Because the words of Torah are not subject to Tumah, they're not subject to be defiled. Why? No, this is Rabbi Huda ben Besir, it's a different Rabbi Huda. 
Is it now another stance? Another stance of Like it says, He says, All of my words, my speech are comparable to fire. Ma'ish in a makabel tuma, so the same way fire is not susceptible to become defiled, it's not susceptible to tuma. After read Torah in a makabel tuma, so too the words of Torah are also not susceptible to tuma. Does that mean are we worried that that by reciting words of Torah they, they would be susceptible to my tzilik? It means that you have to be in a state of purity in order to, like to engage in it, right? Okay, Correct. It doesn't mean that literally like there's going to be a, a chalus tuma that takes effect on the words and you have to put the words in the mikvah. That's ridiculous, right? Obviously. It means that in order to engage in such study, engage in the words of Torah, you have to be in a state of purity. Wait, could, wait. it's not saying that by saying that um, Divrei Torah aren't makabel too, too much. It's not implying that a bulk carry doesn't need to immerse. He doesn't need to immerse. He doesn't. That's what it's. That's what it's. Uh, Correct. Implying. Well, why? Why would he have to? And even if he's tummy, yeah. so it's, who cares? Divrei Torah aren't susceptible to tumah. Okay. How could this, how could this tummy not follow Tachanas Ezra? We'll see. Because he's implying that a bulk carry doesn't need to go to mikvah now. No, but he, this is this this is this is one position. I'm assuming that people follow Tachanas Ezra. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Amir Mar. The Kana says it's like a, a, in Lumdis is like a fascinating sugya. It's clear in halacha that we don't pass when there's a concept called Tvila Sezra. And the Rambam writes explicitly in Shuvas that there was, he was never once mevatal to Tvila to, uh, to Sezra. His whole life. The Rambam, the Maimamides. When did we get rid of the concept? We'll see in the Gemara on Damid Beis. Wait, so he never He kept it. The Rambam kept it. Tvila says it, correct? The Rambam writes that in Shuvah about himself. Exactly. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you. One second, one second. So all I'm telling you is that the halachic reality of Tvila Ezra is a very interesting discussion. This is, we're going to stop here. We're going to stop here at Amar Mar Matzias Mishnah. It's going to go back to those other opinions we saw now. But it was a good start in Mitzvah Shev.